Wyoming dominates Hawaii for its first win of the season. Hey everybody, welcome into this rapid reaction edition of the Postcast, a production of the Casper Star Tribune and Pokes Authority. I am Davis Potter, Wyoming beat writer for the Star Tribune. Uh, Wyoming 31, Hawaii 7 in uh, Wyoming's first home game of the season and a game in which uh, Wyoming really flipped a script on uh, the way things happened uh, in, at Nevada last week. Uh, Wyoming takes the opening kickoff, marches right down the field for a touchdown, uh, gets a turnover on Hawaii's second snap. Uh, and almost before you can blink, Wyoming is up 10 to nothing and then uses a familiar formula. Uh, with a bruising running game and a bounce-back performance from its defense to uh, pull away in this game. Wyoming rushes for 281 yards. Xavier Valade, 163 of those on 32 carries. Trey Smith chips in 89 yards and two rushing touchdowns. And how about this Wyoming defense? Allows 233 yards to Hawaii and essentially... Uh, made Chevin Cordero, Hawaii's dual-threat quarterback, a non-factor all-game. Uh, Cordero completes less than 50% of his passes for 110 yards. Uh, Wyoming gets to him for five sacks, forces two turnovers, holds Hawaii to 12 first downs, uh, and just like a completely different unit out there than what we saw at Nevada. And although they got plenty of help from the pressure created by the front four, uh, you got to give it up to this Wyoming secondary, which was much maligned after that performance against Nevada. Uh, you know, largely kept everything in front of them. You know, Hawaii tried to stretch Wyoming vertically with a lot of deep passes. And uh, for the most part, you know, Hawaii didn't hit on any of them. Uh, yet it was really strange to see Wyoming only leading 10 to seven at halftime with the way they dominated that game. I, I would say, uh, you know, other than probably midway through the second quarter to early to midway through the third quarter, uh, Wyoming just dominated that game. Hawaii had 33 yards after the first quarter, uh, minus eight passing. Uh, yet again, Wyoming only had the three point lead at halftime. And I really think there were two moments in this game that really turned it in Wyoming's favor. Um, you know, the first was when Wyoming was back inside Hawaii's red zone in this game, which they spent a lot of time in. Wyoming made seven trips to the red zone, and one of those was, you know, late in the second quarter when they were in that first and in goal inside Hawaii's five, uh, looking to go up 17 to nothing and then go backwards on their next three plays, you know, two, two runs stuffed, and then Levi Williams gets sacked. Uh, and fumbles. Uh, Wyoming recovered, but John Hoyland missed his first field goal of the season. And then, as seems to be the case so many times, when a team's defense gets a stop, the offense sort of feeds off that. Uh, Hawaii hits a 47-yard pass, by far their longest of the night, to get you know inside Wyoming's 10. They punch it in right before half, and it's only 10 to seven. Uh, and Wyoming really loses the momentum for the most part at the end of the first half, for as well as they had played. Um, but then they come back, um, you know, early in one of their first possessions of third quarter, put together an 11 play, 75 yard drive capped by Trey Smith's one yard touchdown run to put them back up by two scores and give them momentum back for good. And Craig Bowl talked about that after the game, how that he was concerned at halftime. That was something that they addressed, uh, you know, not being able to finish that drive you know deep in Hawaii territory right before the half and letting Hawaii sort of get back in and make it a game again albeit briefly 
Uh, they, they score that touchdown there midway through the third quarter to extend the lead back to two scores. And then early in the fourth quarter, they're driving again. Xavier Valade fumbles inside the, the 20-yard line. But Wyoming's defense comes back and gets the interception by Charles Hicks, who returns it 47 yards back inside Hawaii's red zone again. And they, they punch it in to go up 24-7 at that point, and, and the route was on uh, essentially – So not a whole lot to complain about with the running game. Can't really complain about anything with the defense, which, again, uh, really turned into an impressive performance considering the offense they were going up against and the quarterback they were going up against. I mean, Chevin Cordero, uh, again, he counted for 385 total yards against Fresno State last week. Um, Just a really quick, slippery quarterback. Again, not the biggest guy, about 6'1", 190, but, um, you know, he's got an arm on him, and he can can make – defense's pace a lot with his legs and he did that against Fresno State and the way they were able to contain him and corral him you know because Hawaii only finished with 123 rushing yards as a team uh, so you know didn't really lose contain on him didn't let him uh, get outside the pocket and make plays and extend plays all that often um, so to, to hold that offense 233 yards after what transpired in Nevada uh, last week, uh, that's a heck of a turnaround for uh, Jay Savell and, and, and that defense for Wyoming. Um, I guess if, if there's one thing you're still concerned about with Wyoming, it's the passing game is still a work in progress. Um, still hasn't really taken that step forward yet. Now, look, Wyoming didn't ask a lot out of Levi Williams just because it didn't have to. Craig Bowles said after the game that uh, it really the, the play selection and you know Wyoming obviously likes to run the ball anyway, but a lot of their you know it was so heavily skewed toward the run tonight. He said because uh, of what they saw from Wyoming's alignment, you know, against Fresno State and some of the fronts they were putting out there, which Hawaii was running a lot of three man fronts and, and blitzing out of that and bringing a lot of pressure for, off the edge uh, in terms of corner blitzes and some different pressures like that, which I'm not really sure I understand. But Wyoming, most of their run plays are between the tackles. They don't do a whole lot of perimeter runs, yet that's where most of Hawaii's pressure seemed to come. So Wyoming had a lot of success gashing them, you know, up the middle, you know, between the A and B gaps. And, you know, if it's if it's working, you know, there's no reason to, to go away from that. I mean, Wyoming averaged almost five yards a carry tonight. So they didn't really need their passing game to do a lot. But Levi Williams goes nine for 18. Uh, there were a couple drops by the receivers, but, um, you know, Levi left some throws out there. Uh, it also made some, some good throws too. There was one sequence I think, there in the second half where, uh, he short-armed a wide-open Aiden Everhart over the middle and then came back on, on the next play on third down and, uh, you know, hit Dante Crow in stride, sort of off his back foot because he was getting some pressure on the play and and uh, put it a uh, perfect pass uh, sort of in the breadbasket to Dante and to keep that drive alive. And I think it, Wyoming eventually scored a touchdown on that drive. So, uh, you know, obviously some, some things to work on. And it's easy to forget that the, Levi Williams is still a really young player. Uh, you know, only the fifth game that he's played in and only his second career start uh, Friday. So there's a natural expectation there for, um, you know, Levi and this receiving core to, to, to build chemistry, to get more comfortable with each other as, the, as they get more reps in practice and in games. You would think that would eventually lend itself to more production, but Wyoming is going to need this passing game to, to come around. Uh, they're going to need it. 
uh, particularly, you know, as you get deeper in your schedule, we'll we'll see what this Hawaii defense ends up looking like as the season goes on. But Wyoming's going to play better defenses. And, it, and if they're serious about getting back into contention on uh, the Mountain West and trying to uh, earn one of those top two spots in, in the Mountain West championship game, um, they're going to need this passing game to, to do its part as this season uh, progresses. Uh, but the running game and the defense was more than enough on Friday uh, to get past Hawaii. And now the Cowboys have a whole wave of momentum that they're going to take into next week's border war, which will be on another short week with that game coming up on Thursday. But I'll go ahead and wrap it up there uh, quickly before I get out of here. One Mountain West score already in the books, uh, Colorado State and Fresno State playing on Thursday. Uh, Fresno State beats Colorado State 38-17. to uh, As far as Saturday's matchups, um, Boise State is at Air Force. New Mexico is at San Jose State. Utah State hosts San Diego State. And UNLV hosts in-state rival Nevada. Be sure to check out Trib.com and PostAuthority.com for all of our post-game coverage. Uh, appreciate all of you for listening as always. And catch up with you guys next week.